guys. Thanks for joining us on the EMG podcast. Uh, this week, you know, we send out our paperwork to an awful lot of people, and the paperwork has some things in order there, and there are things that a lot of people do. So, you know, we decided that this week we were going to do five traditions you might not have known you can customize. You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Maddie G and Tom Gambuza. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Tommy, how are you? Hello, everyone. What is up? What is up? What is how up? are you? I'm so, great, man. I'm great. Great. So, it's, uh, sun, it's fall. It's my favorite favorite time of year. Favorite time of year. I Let's was, go. I was a little on the fence with the spring and fall thing. You you went all in. Uh, you're like, nope, fall's my favorite, and I, I have to agree. Love it. That smell in the air. It's football. Football. It smells like football. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, people. We are Today, we're talking about five customizable traditions that you can customize at your wedding that you may have not have known about. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people see uh, traditions. Uh, I, the, the question I got a lot over the last, I don't know, two or three years is uh, what's everybody else doing? Yeah. You know, that that's, that's one that pops up a lot. And a lot of people don't know that uh, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Mo- most people think that they can only really, you know, fluctuate with their songs. Uh, I think you can fluctuate with an awful lot of things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, whether it's order of events or actual things that you incorporate throughout the day, mm-hmm. definitely can be things that you uh, are meaningful to you. And, you know, you can, you can essentially, I always say this, the new tradition, especially at weddings, the new tradition is being untraditional. So yeah. whatever that means for you, take it by the horns, grab it. I don't know, whatever the saying, what's the saying? Uh, grab the bull by the horns. Ah, Or that's you what mess with the bull, you get the horns. Depends on. Whatever. Right. Anyway, so today let's set the show up. Maddie and I have a, a collaborative top five list yeah. in terms of formalities or things that you can customize at your wedding or throughout the wedding day. And uh, we just want to go over things with you and pretty much outline some possibilities mm-hmm. of what you can uh, do, what some of the options are out there for you. Yeah. Things to think about. These, these are just these are just food for thought items. Uh, you know, you, you can obviously take the ball and run with this one. The one thing I do tell all my couples is uh, the maitre d' has final say. You know, cooking cooking for uh, yeah. between 100 and 300 people is a lot more difficult than than putting the pieces together musically on my end. So, you know- We Mater, can improv around it. Mater D has final say. If they're like, look, we need 10 minutes here to get dinner orders, well, we're going to have to sit your guests for 10 minutes. So you can plan all you would like and just keep in mind that, you know, you might have to roll with some punches too. So when you have that final meeting uh, with your venue, if you have a couple of creative ideas in mind, run those past your Mater D. Let them know that, you know, you might want to do an early dance set and might not want people seated immediately. He'll, he'll build that extra 10 minutes in for you. Very good point. Very good point. So uh, I think what uh, might help, Maddie, if we started from the top, we kind of did our list in chronological order. Sure did. Uh, m- more specifically at the reception, but there's kind of, you know, there's some nuances here that we can we can color outside the lines a little bit. So let's start from the top. Give give the people the first one. All right. Well, for, for me, things can really start off uh, you know, we're going with intros. We're, we're discussing things that you can kind of change and play with based on your reception. You know, doing things for your ceremony, doing things for your cocktail. Those are those are some some different points for, for discussion. This is mostly what's going to happen with your reception. And for me, the reception really starts with the intros. Um, I've had a lot of couples that feel very strongly one way or the other 
um, you know, they might leave out grandparents because, you know, maybe grandma is in a wheelchair or, you know, maybe grandma has passed on and grandpa's alone and you don't want to think about that. Uh, what I offer my couples a lot of times is the ability to recognize grandparents or even parents or anybody for that matter from the table. You, if you don't right. want to include yeah. somebody in the grand walk-in, you can still take a moment to recognize them. Be it, Absolutely. you know, uh, uh, somebody who's traveled far, a family member that's important, grandma, grandpa, whoever it might be. You don't have to have them quote unquote walk in to make them part of the introduction. Correct. So, yeah. And then, you know what? I've even done after the introductions and after dances. So just to give you guys some some context, you know, uh, grandparents were introduced at the table and, you know, parents walked in. We had the whole wedding party walk in, the grand introduction uh, for the couple. And then after toasts, they wanted me to acknowledge while we had everybody's attention just because it was a super mm. important moment um, for them to be acknowledged. So we, I kind of just took a quick moment and say, Hey, also with us today, give a big round of applause for, you know, grandma, grandpa. And, um, that, that can be, that can be done as well. Absolutely. Um, another one that I find is with, uh, larger bridal parties, uh, or very small bridal parties. I've been doing a lot of group bridal party introductions Yeah, yeah. where, you know, if there's only a couple of people have all of the bridal party come out at once, but if you've got a large group, introduce all the bridesmaids at one time and then all the groomsmen at another time. Do it kind of gang style. You know, you can you can go so far as to say, you know, friends and family, here's the bridesmaids. Or you can say, you know, here's the bridesmaids, Jess, Jackie, Sarah, you know, name all the names, but instead of one person, because, you know, if you've got 10, 12, 15 groups, which I've been dealing with a bit, that can take a long time. A long time. You might want to get through it a little bit quicker, as uh, was the case with my wedding. Yes, I have another personal example. You ready? Uh, I did that. Sammy and I did that. The The girls came out first. We announced them as a group. Mm-hmm. Guys came out second, announced them as a group, and then we had our we had our introduction and we went right into a, a, a dance set. It's it's also a nice way to get, you know, if you've got younger flower girls or younger ring bears, you just send them out with the ladies. You send them out with the boys. You get everybody going out there. It's a nice energy pop. It, it cuts out a good eight, 10 minutes of sitting there paying attention. Um, that is a good point too, especially with the younger ones. Yeah. Especially it, with the younger get, ones. Getting them to walk on their own can sometimes be difficult, you know, and then you add them in with parents or this. No, man, send them out in a group. Everybody goes out, has a great time. Um, I had a, I had a note on the, on the grand entrance. Yes. Um, so there's, look, there's one, essentially one of two ways you could do. You can walk in mm-hmm. or sometimes even I'm sure you've seen Maddie where, you know, you can, the, the couple wants to be uh, amongst the guests that, at the start of the reception. That was going to be my last right? point, yeah. And there, there's two things that um, I think kind of speak to that if you want it to be more introduced at your table or just kind of like do a soft opening as opposed to this, mm-hmm. you know, wow, grand entrance type of thing. Uh, two things I've noticed. Well, if if you are wanting to, leaning more towards wanting to um, get introduced at your table and be, you know, with your guests right after cocktail hour. One, I think it's a really good uh, option for, you know, maybe the more shy couple. A lot of my a lot of my discussion points here are based on my clients. I've dealt with a lot of clients that don't want to be the center of attention. Right, and you know, look, the day is about you, but mm-hmm. that can mean different things for people. It can you be know? about what, you without a big bright light in your face. Exactly. Secondly, uh, I've noticed also that happening and being a prominent option at private residence parties or weddings. Oh yes, yes. Just because the 
the flow from cocktail hour to reception oftentimes is not as definitive in mm-hmm. terms of you know space one versus space two. Yeah, it's not always front yard versus backyard. It can right. be the same space. Yeah, so I, I kind of had that in mind too. So if you are planning a, you know, you could do this at a, a wedding and catering hall too, obviously. Absolutely. Um, but just particularly, I wanted to point out that those were those were things where I, I noticed that um, for sure. Yeah. You know what, speaking, speaking about that exact situation, uh, our second talking point that we discussed uh, was you know, going on to your dances. And when I say that, I'm speaking specifically about your first dance, your parent dances, specialty dances, not yeah, necessarily absolutely. dance sets. Yep. A lot of people don't realize that we can shorten songs. You can pick yeah. a nine-minute track if it speaks to you, and we only have to play 90 seconds. Right. I, I would recommend if you have a videographer to be realistic about needing to get a little bit of footage for your first dance. But, you know, I've, I've had first dances that last as little as 60 seconds. The bride and groom come out, rock back and forth a few times and give me the cut it nod. Yeah, you know, it's a formality that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's a great photo to have. It, it's a great photo to have. Absolutely. Um, but it, they're, they're oftentimes we don't, you know, our couples don't want us to leave them out, you know, to hang out and dry on an Island by themselves. That's so. a long time to have 200 eyes staring at just you. You know, if, if you're not a comfortable dancer, if you're not comfortable being up in front of people, you know, three, four minutes can be an eternity. Well, sometimes you just don't like the second part of the song. You there's see, a, there's a lot of times that that happens too. And I'll, I'll just throw it that, you know, customization in terms of audio you know, you can talk to your entertainment company about doing that. We have the capability of, of doing that here. So I've gotten that before. Hey, Absolutely. we like start of song from zero to one minute 30. We don't like the second verse. Cut that out. Start over at 237 and on, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Um, so those, those are definitely options, especially with, so not only whole song versus shortening, um, invite. Oh yeah. The invite. Invite. Definitely an option, especially during first dance. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are of the school of thought that you don't want to be out there by yourself, but you do say love the whole song and it speaks to you, you can take that moment and invite the rest of your guests to you know grab someone special and join you for the second half of that dance. Um, and that can lend itself to how items flow, uh, you know, um, items flow for the rest of the, True. the party. Yeah, I find I find that if we're gonna have everybody sit right back down again after the first dance. I, I a lot of times will recommend, you know, maybe having your bridal party join you. They're already there. They're already standing. They're yeah. already paired up because, you know, asking all of your guests to get up and out on the dance floor for 90 seconds to two minutes and then sit right back down again can be a little jumbled. But depending on the flow of your day, it's always an option. I've done recently, actually, and I, I want to make a, a note of that because originally I was uh, of the same thought mm-hmm. where it's like it can be jumbled. People come up, people go off. If you are wanting to do that and you want to do parent dances right after or other specialty dances to follow immediately after your first dance, I've actually had uh, guests just dissipate to the edges of the dance floor that, yeah. so that they're not necessarily going back to your seat, but it also makes for a really cool photo opportunity too. Especially with parent dances. Especially with parents. You're surrounded by all the people that you love because you invited them there mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a really cool photo. And you know what? Speaking of, we can go right into parent dances. Um, I have a lot of people that ask me about you know the multiple parent situation, be it be it from, yeah. you know, uh, uh, it's an, a tricky an aunt or uncle. It, it's tricky to navigate, but a lot of people think that it can't be done. It can be done at multiple points throughout the day. You know, if you've got, you know, a step parent or an aunt or uncle who helped to raise you or a grandparent, somebody that's very close and you want to make them a part of your day, you can do it right up front. Uh, I've had brides uh, and grooms for that matter, share the same song with a, a parent and a step. So a joint dance. Absolutely. I've yeah. also had 
them do, uh, you know, maybe parent one uh, or, or the first parent right there in the thick of things. And then maybe after dinner or after dessert, An do another special yep. song. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just going to say that because there, there's a way to figure that out no matter how, and that, that's something you can, I talk to, I know for sure, talk to my couples because I, I empathize with that really easily. I come from a, a divorced mm-hmm. uh, family. And, you know, my parents are civil, obviously, but, um, well, I shouldn't say obviously, I should say <laughs> my parents For, are civil. Fortunately. They're fortunately. Um, but, you know, for those of who, you know, you're trying to figure that out, we have those options that we can talk to you about. You know, those those specialty moments that you want to share for parents, um, you know, to either make it less awkward or a little bit more, you know, feasible for you guys and, and still present it in a in a classy, sophisticated way, it can be done. Absolutely. And you know what? For for the people that don't want the spotlight, my, my third point, um, I've done a lot where we have both at the same time, one parent dance for both spouses. Yeah. You know, you, you have four people on the dance floor, you guys dance to, to, to one track and then we're all done. You know, you don't have to pick individual songs. It's It can be a time saver as well. If, I if was just going to say that. So if you're saver. one of those like, hey, we want it cocktail style, we want dancing and drinking and partying, we don't want a lot of formalities, cut the two parent dances into one. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so the, I think the, especially with dancing, I think out of everything on our list, we get the most questions about that. So yeah, that's probably so. why we spent a little bit more time on it. But um, our third point here, I know I'm particularly excited about because I'm about Same. setting overall vibe and atmosphere. And if you've listened to any of our other episodes, you've probably heard me already say that I love the dinner music aspect. I love to live play dinner. Yeah. I'm a huge live play dinner guy and hand select every single tune that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think... And I also group this with cocktail hour too. I agree. You don't always have to go with the, you know, easy listening and Frank Sinatra style or, you know, elevator type music or, you know, let's, let's incorporate some things that are important to you. Let's, let's, uh, you know, I, I talk to couples all the time about giving you a general direction. If it is something that you want outside and the easy listening stuff is great. I mean, if you want to go for that, it's a, it's a cool vibe and we can, we can certainly do it. But if you're going something a little bit more untraditional, let's call it, you know, are you, do you like that singer songwriter type of vibe? Mm -hmm. You know, do you like, uh, acoustic based artists? Do you like jazz? Do you like Motown? Do you like, you know, a little funky disco? Do you want, I've done lounge deep house stuff. Like, oh yeah, the, the, the possibilities are endless both for dinner and, and cocktail hour music. I, I like to say it's a good way to put your thumbprint on the party. If if you're, the music you like isn't perhaps traditional party music, I, I use Dave Matthews all the time. It's just easy. I'm personally not a big fan of Dave Matthews, but I know that the people who are are diehards, but they're also generally realistic people who say like, yeah, we love Dave Matthews, but it's not really dance music. It doesn't have to be. We can play a ton of whatever you want during dinner, during cocktails, at least an hour. In some places, it's an hour and a half. Some places, yeah. it's an hour and five or so. And then dinner traditionally runs between, I'd say, 25 on the short end and 45 on the long end. Mm-hmm. If you have a buffet, I tend to let it run a little bit longer because people go back for seconds and things like that. But mm-hmm. you know, those are two large chunks of time where you can really say, hey, you know, Tom, I want you to play these 15 tracks, get through as many as you can. I had, I had a groom pick out a full Beatles playlist for dinner the other oh, night that's cool. and pick the songs out in order. And it kind of told a story and it was super cool. Yeah, that, that is awesome. And even though, so, so, you know, your expertise, you were able to read that and you're like, Hey, you know, the way he 
organized it, mm-hmm. told a story. That's cool. If you're unsure and maybe you know you you're putting something together, where I get custom cocktail hours all the time that in order sound a little bit jumbled, and I'll rearrange them so that it's you know program it wise it flows yep. a little bit better, and it just it, it sets a good tone. So it's a uh, two uh, two really really good opportunities to incorporate. Uh, music that's important to you that might not necessarily fit into a dance set. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, fourth one for me that that you can really do with, and this one will be short because I kind of have it's for me it's an all or nothing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cake. Yeah. I, I had you know you can wheel it out to the middle and stop the dance floor and have all your guests gather around. As of late, definitely a love or hate type of thing. And then I've got the or ones give or take, however you want to say it, where they're like, "Don't stop the music, yeah. don't make the announcement." I actually had a, a mother say to me the other day, "You didn't announce the cake," and I said, "That was at the bride and groom's wish," and uh, she said an expletive about her son, <laughs> and then she goes, "Of course he did." And I was like, ooh, thanks. At least the heat's not on me. But, yeah. you know, you don't have to have the cake front and center with everybody staring at you. If you're not a spotlight person, and uh, the cake cutting is also something that can be staged early on. If your photographers Absolutely. are going to leave early, you can do the first cut, the feed. You can do that before dinner is served if you want to just get it out of the way and have a dance party the rest of the night. So don't think that the world has to stop for your cake. And also, if you want to make a big deal about it, don't think it's something you have to do in the corner. I, I I hate to be all or nothing about it, but that's something you can put your stamp on as well. Absolutely. And even if there are, look, there's probably going to be those few family members that want to see that special moment. So mm-hmm. even if you want to do it off to the side, we can give those family members a heads up or you can, you know, as yep. the as the couple, a heads up to say like, hey, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, cousins, like, I know you're going to want to take a picture of this one. I'm not going to announce it, but I just want to give you the heads up. You know, our our entertainer can, will come up and let you know it's, hey, it's happening off to the side. You can go share the moment with us, but we're not going to stop the party for it. Nope. I've also had the, the full announcement without stopping the party. Correct. You know, hey guys, we're going to keep the dance floor going. We're going to keep the dance music going. But if it's important to you, the bride and groom are off to the side if you want to snap a photo. I have one last point on this. Ooh. Um, and it may seem very intuitive, but I get this a lot. If even if you are traditional and you are going to cut the cake front and center, or you know, announce it all all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can pick a song. Absolutely, I get that all the time. They Absolutely, see it, you know, we have couples that see it on our paperwork. They're like, "Oh my god, I had no idea you could pick a cake song." You you can pick two. You can pick whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I usually suggest make it upbeat and playful and something like that. Here's a really cool thought uh, I, I think works for a lot of people, at least to help narrow it down if you're unsure of where to start. Okay. Sometimes you're in between, you, for your first dance, you you come up uh, with a short list. I, okay, so now I have to you scratch know? off my honorable it, mention. Well, I, I call it like a one in one A dance, yep. right? Or like the spotlight dance, or whatever you want to do. Um, it, it's, a, it's an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? We didn't end up going with this one for our first dance, Um but it's still super important to us and we want to hear it at some point. So if you maybe didn't fit it in during cocktail hour, you didn't fit it in during dinner, you want to highlight that moment with a, with a track that's a little bit more special to you, another opportunity to do so. That's that's a great, great point. That's, I mean, as of right now, I think that's the point of the conversation so far. Tom Tom's definitely ahead one to nothing. That's, <laughs> that's a good one. I, I agree. I like that. I don't know. That hat you got on today though, man. <laughs> That's crazy. If, for those of you who are who are, who are watching this, um, Maddie has his sweet. Oh man, what what is that? What do you even call that? I have no. You clue. look super Irish today, though, dude. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. So, like normal, oh, I'm gonna man. go right back to the. No, All right, let's I'll, round this out, Maddie. All let's, right, th- this one's on. super. 
Here's number one. Ooh. Or number five. Or number one. Number five. <laughs> Whichever way you are. Uh, <laughs> if, you're if you're counting up or counting down, doesn't matter. Okay, um, what this, do we got? This one's super important to me um, as, as the host because a lot of people think that they are bound together and they're not. Uh, I have Garter and Bouquet written down because I have got to tell you, uh, as much as I still do Garter, I have an awful lot of people say, oh, no, we don't want to throw the bouquet because the garter can be a little bit uneasy at the end. Um, They're not mutually exclusive. They're not attached. You can do the bouquet without the garter. You can do them both and not do the replacement at the end. Correct. You know, a a lot of people, almost everybody goes to a wedding with either a, a significant other or at least a plus one. There's an awful lot of family members around. Sometimes the the replacement can get a little uncomfortable and a little hokey. Um, I have a couple of quick things. You can do the bouquet without the garter. As far as the bouquet, you can invite all of your guests mm-hmm. or all of the ladies up. What I've been doing a lot is inviting all the ladies up as a sign of good luck, good luck to, to us, the yeah. bride and groom. It's yep. not who's getting married next. And, you know, I wish I could take credit for this. I, I actually had a bride do it. She wanted the picture to be amazing. So she had a bouquet made out of scratch tickets. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I love that's people so were cool. fighting over that thing yep. as it hit the air. The photos were great. We had a great time. So, you know, you can still get that cool picture that everybody has seen without having to make it awkward for anybody. So, you know, garter and bouquet can be traditional. You can leave out the garter if you would like. You could keep the garter in but skip the replacement. And you don't have to single out the single ladies. I know a lot of people say, you know, oh, I'm one of the last to get married of my friends. So those who are single are kind of down in the dumps or, yeah, you don't want to point the finger at like, oh, they're not to get. So I get it. You you can, you can invite all of your guests. You can invite all the ladies. It doesn't have to be traditional. So correct. And I'll go completely opposite of what Maddie just said. That if you are going to be traditional and you want it to be the single ladies, just make sure that there's enough there to fill yes. because that can also be super awkward. I had one where like four ladies came out and I went to the bride and did my little, hey, is there anyone you'd like to call out by name? And she turned around and she went, one, two, three, four. No, we're good. <laughs> like, all right, we're we're good to go. All right. Well, that's that's that, people. So that, that was our top five in terms of um, formalities that you can customize that you may have not known about. And uh, yes, we will still talk to you about all this stuff at your finals meeting if you are working with us here at EMG. So um, once again, we thank you for joining us on another week and we will see you next week. Take care. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.